Welcome to the Fight for Our Existence podcast with your host, Uncle Fox. And today, the Mount Graham Sacred Run started at 5 p.m. in Old St. Carlos. And they were running to Nolene's Country Store tonight. They're going to continue tomorrow at 5 a.m. If you want to be there and help run, it's going to start at 5. And they're going to get all the way to the mountain, top of the mountain of Mount Graham, I'd say about maybe 1 o'clock. So if you want to come up to the mountain, there's food up there. If you want to help run a mile, get out there, run a mile. Uh, uh, everyone's out there to help. So if you want to join, please come come along and check it out. So I want to go back to this past Monday. We had an Oak Flat meeting, uh, the Apache Stronghold. It was at a restaurant in Tucson. Um, it was great food there. Uh, we had three speakers. We had my my niece, Nalyn Pike, my cousin, Vanessa Nosey, and my uncle, Winston Nosey. Those three spoke about what we can do to help Oak Flat and the fight to save Oak Flat. So I just want to go and, and here's a couple of clips of their speeches, and then we'll go over what we can do to help. So the first one I'm going to play is from my niece, Nalyn. Now, she speaks all over the United States. She's been in Washington. I mean, I can even name all the places she's been at that she's been. If, if you want to look her up on YouTube and put her name in there, you'll find her with a, a lot of speeches, a lot of videos of her. So we're going to play a little bit of some clips of her and then we'll go on and explain um, what we can do to help. About just the Apache people. It's been about the land. It's been about the water. And it's been about all of us and our stories and our lives and how important that we should all be accepted by society. Never been. So what my niece is talking about is that this fight that we're doing for Oak Flat is not just for the Apache people, but it's for everyone. It's for the future of the kids. It's for our future. It's for the water and it's for the land. So that's what she was trying to come across at the beginning and... We'll play the next clip. You know, and so we see this constant battle and Oak Flat lays as a spectrum for everything. You can talk about the land and the water and being from the desert and being indigenous. And, and I guess like last year. So when we went to the top of Mount Graham every year for 30 years, we go to the very top of the mountain and we get the sacred water, the springs that we believe that heal our people, that we believe that when we drink this water, that it can protect us, that it shields us, it heals us. But when we went to the spring, there was no water. And that in itself was so destructive to our way of life and to understand that the earth is hurting. You know, that the mountain where I had my coming of age ceremony, it's hurting. So like we said in the last episode with Vanessa, Mount Graham was one of the first things that we were fighting for with a telescope on top of Mount Graham. And before that, there was a stream up there, a stream of the water, pure water up there. And we go up there every year, hike and, and get water. So uh, the last year, the, the water was barely running. So that that's what happens when you get desecration of a mountain like that on top of Mount Graham. And that's why the reason why we were fighting for it. I mean, that was 30 years ago. And that's why we're saying that with this mine of Oak Flat, even though they say, well, in 40 years, 
you won't see anything until 40 years. Well, you know, that that those years come quickly. So that's what Nalena is trying to explain there. So we'll go on to the next clip. And so as my grandfather talks to you and informs you about the current state of where the Apache stronghold is at and its lawsuit for the preliminary injunction, which is important and critical to this fight because this injunction will stop Resolution Copper and the United States government from destroying the land so that the actual lawsuit that protects our religious freedom will go through the course it needs to go. So it's critical to understand that when we do these lawsuits, this first one is just as important as the next one. And so as he's telling you this information, please keep in mind of the history, this long and tiring history of not just my people, but your people. And So what Nalin was talking about is that the Apache stronghold, our people, the Apache people is putting their religion on the line for everyone, for non-natives, who with people all over the United States, not just for us, but we're putting our religion on the line. And with the government, our way of life, they have labeled our way of life as religion. So now we're fighting for the religion and we're fighting for the land and for the water for everyone, for all ages, for the future. And we'll go on to the next clip. But right now, what I'm seeing is these barriers are getting stronger. And so I am asking you to help me so that we can help the future. Help me take an action because this is the point in time where it's either now or never. And, and that's where she's coming across is for everyone to come and help. It's not just our fight. It's also your fight, too. And to save this land and the water, especially in Arizona, where we are very low on water with this mine and all mines, they take gallons and gallons of water a day to do these mines. So as she's saying, it's a fight for all of us, not just Apache, not just our religion, but also for you. So we'll go on to the next clip. I want to thank each and every one of you for being here. And I am excited to work with each and every one of you and to see what you feel like your your thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts and what actions you think should be taking place because at this point, we're all ears, you know, because right now, the, it's, it's not looking good, you know. So we need your help. That is what I'm asking for you, is your help, your voice, and your action, because we are one people with one fight, and that is us as human beings fighting for the future of all of our children. So yeah, Ashan, thank you. So then, again, Alan did a great job getting up there speaking, now sitting next to her before she got called up on a microphone. Um, she didn't really have, um, she didn't know what she was going to say. You know, when she got up there, she I think she even said that on her speech that, you know, when she first coming up, she didn't know what she was going to say. So to see her just flow on the microphone like that, it was great to see her, see her do that. So next one is going to, my um, next speaker would be my uncle, Wensler Nosy, and play a little bit of clips from him and tell you what what we think about it. I've started in the very beginning of my birth with this fight. What I try to remind people is that anybody that was born on the reservation after 1934, you're first born to San Carlos. 
if you're born before 1934, you were a prisoner of war. And so when I look at my mother and father who, who were born in the 1920s, they were prisoners. And so you're actually looking at tribal members, and you're actually looking at me as first born to this place called San Carlos. Just to give you something closer to understanding what we're facing. So what my uncle is explaining here is that St. Carlos, again, is, is a prison camp. Before that, we had all the areas of New Mexico, Mexico, uh, the Pinal Mountains, up toward the White Mountain. All we had all this area. So, uh, even when, even anybody born after 1934, you know, in St. Carlos, you know, they they say St. Carlos is their home, it's their land. But others before that, like my grandparents, it it wasn't their land. You know, their land was either in uh, Pinal Mountains or New Mexico, Mexico. They, they went all over the place. So St. Carlos is just a spot that we were put on. So Oak Flat is one of our homelands that we used to be at. So that's where my uncle was coming across at the beginning of this. So let's play the next clip. The Indian people, we still hang on to that spirit. It's not about religion and ceremony. It's about what God put here on the face of the earth that is something spiritual and a connection. I didn't know that it's hard for people to leave their body and go stand in the four crosses or stand on top of Mount Graham or any other sacred places. They don't know that they can leave and be at that point in time, stand there and pray in the mountain. That's how strong your spirit is, if you believe in it. So what my uncle is, is letting the people know that you don't have to be Apache or you don't have to believe in our religion, that being out there in the environment and the land and the water, being out there and feeling how great it is to be out there, that's that's spiritual right there. So what he's saying is that you, if you believe in the spirit and you go out there, you'll feel it and you'll understand why we are fighting for Oak Flat. So a lot of times... People, when they go out, they don't understand things like that. You know, they think about praying in a church or, or anything like that. But this is outside. You know, this is what Mother Earth has given us. given us, And so that's where we come out. And that's why a lot of people always come out. They all go hike and they all go swimming because they love the nature. They love Mother Earth. And they don't understand that what we're fighting for is for them. So let's go on to the next clip. That's kind of what we're here tonight for is what Nalin talked about is our preliminary injunction. So if you remember, if you followed our court case, is that we filed with the uh, district court in Phoenix. We were not granted that. And so we have uh, filed with the Ninth Circuit Court and that went two to one. And that was re recently a decision. Um, so there was an opportunity to go back to the Ninth Circuit Court again or either move on to the Supreme Court. So the decision was made, we were moving on to the Supreme Court. And so that's where we will be. Um, what does it mean? Is that exactly what Vanessa and Nalin covered? Is that for Indian country, I mean, we kind of know the answer already, but we need the United States to say it. Is number one is that our religion is meaningless to them. And number two, those who live on the reservation, 
it's not it's never been our land I, there's been a, a misinformation that reservations belong to the tribes it doesn't belong to us it belongs to the united states government that's who owns it and that's why we can't do much on reservations because they have to give the approval for anything that we do and then the third one like vanessa said is that we're still prisoners of war if you're an enrolled member with a tribe you're still a prisoner and so they're using all these fancy words to get around it but we're going to force them in the supreme court to say it so on, on, on this part of the speech, my uncle was talking about the land, like St. Carlos, and all these reservation tribes, they're all on federal land, So which means that they could take whatever they want if they, ha if they, if they want to. If they find something on there, they can take it. They could, they could shorten your land. If, if your land is, if the tribal land's 100 acres and they find copper on your land and you're, your reservations can go to 50 acres. So that's what he's saying that United States, by using the Constitution, they can just take whatever they want. They can take our land if they need to. And they also think with the, with the prisoners of war, we are still prisoners of war. We have tribal member IDs, like prison IDs. And so that's another thing that we're dealing with today is the that we're still prisoners of war. Okay, so we'll go on to the next clip. And so our case involves everybody that lives here in this country. And that's why it's so crucial because it really goes back to the deception of this country of how we need to fix it to make a better foundation for the children to come. And if we don't do that, then you're gonna see more ugly things happening, not only with people, but contamination and so forth, and devastation to the water, to the air, and to the land. So we're heading in, the, in a really bad direction if that happens. So the question um, that I was asked earlier today was what can we do? Well, we said this before. Mark Kelly and Cinema can do a whole lot than what they're doing right now. So. We all need to target them and go after them because they can push to stop this land transfer. They have a lot they can do. So again, if those of you are familiar with the federal procedures and how it works, then we would need you to be involved so that we can begin to make a huge movement uh, because water is critical. I mean, I don't know if you know, they're buying water all over the place. The mining companies are buying water in Klondike, right below Mount Graham, uh, the Chiricahuas, Sierra Vista. They're buying water like crazy. They're going to own the water while Arizona is just sleeping. And so they already have bids in already. So nobody's monitoring those things. So again, we need to have our congressional leaders be truthful with us on what they're doing with corporations and what's on the table. Because a lot of that is already in discussion. So that's that's one. The other thing that I, I'm really excited about is that we confirmed the date of the dropping of our lawsuit with the Supreme Court. That's going to be September 22. September 22, the attorneys, the stronghold, will drop the lawsuit. Okay. What that means is after the 22, 
what we're going to ask everybody, organization, churches, and I'm going to need everybody's help, tribes, tribal governments, tribal uh, organizations, I mean, just anybody, is that we have 30 days for you to file a briefing to join us on the lawsuit. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Is that you can join us on the lawsuit after September 22. If you belong to an organization, a church, anybody, you can join the lawsuit. That would be awesome to have people of Arizona and people across this country joining the stronghold in the lawsuit that will be in the Supreme Court. Now, now again, he's saying after September 22nd, they're going to file again and people, organizations or churches from all over the world can join and do a 30-day briefing and can join the Apache Stronghold and go into court for Oak Flat. So we need everyone out there to help and fight this mining because the, like he said at the beginning of this clip, Resolution Copper is buying water rights. So Resolution Copper, again, Rio Tinto, is a foreign country, and they are buying water rights in Arizona. And if you know mining, mining takes a lot of gallons of water. And, you know, right now, you know, I live in a valley. You know the water in the valley doesn't taste good. So, I mean, just think about it in the future, how the water is going to be if we let these mining and let these companies buy water rights. So, as you know, we also live in a desert. Um, we get monsoons here and there, but we, we are short on water. So that's what my uncle was talking about, was to join, to join the, the lawsuit and help us fight this so we can save the land and save the water for our kids. Okay, we'll go on to the next clip. I'm going to turn it over to Brittany. I want to thank you all. Uh, it's been a great night. I was excited about coming here. And my, my granddaughter over here, it, it's always a, a pleasure to talk with her because a lot of times she's at different venues talking and I'm at another place and we rarely come together. So tonight it's, it's so great to be with my granddaughter because uh, uh, we always tease her. I was in the middle of the night driving all the way back from Washington, D.C. Uh, nobody up except me and her, and we would say we're the one-two punch. <laughs> so, so it's really good to have Melinda. I, I just love listening to her because her her perception is really crucial. But she talks to all kids, everybody. So again, you know, get the word out there. We got work to do. Uh, our website's gonna be hitting hard. We'll be working. You know, if you want to volunteer, volunteer. I mean. Uh, I'm definitely going to be having meetings from here to the end of the weekend. Uh, if you're at Mount Grant, if you come to the run, our, our lead attorney is going to be there. So we're going to have him do some presentation and ask any questions to be asked. He'll be there. So if you can't go, if you can send somebody to go in your place, or if you can go, this is all going to happen Friday evening. Because he's got to fly out Saturday, so my turn, our attorney will be there. Again, if you have questions or you really want to step forward, uh, be in, in, in the attendance. Because it's so hard because he's out of Florida, so we're doing a lot of zooming back and forth, or I'll fly to Florida. But I'm really happy he's coming for the Monogram Run, and he's going to be with the people. And again, we have a session with him in the evening. And if you have any questions or anything, how to move forward, 
will be there to help. If you have an idea, uh, he's already uh, lining up all his uh, attorneys that will be working with your organization on how to be a part of filing your brief in, in the case. So again, I want to thank you, and I turn over to Brittany, and uh, thank you very much. I, I, I'm so appreciative. Thank, thank you so much. So that was it with my Uncle Winston's speech. Um, yeah, like he was saying, it was great to hear him and Nolan together. They usually, uh, it's a hard time to get those two together. Nolan's off in a different area. My uncle's off, you know, in, in certain areas also. And when they come together, you know, you don't want to miss out. And again, Vanessa, my cousin, was the first one to speak. And sorry, because I, I was going to record it, but they put a plate of carne asada in front of me. So that kind of distracted me at the beginning, but you know, after I ate and after I was full, then I started recording the other speeches. But the next time I'll catch you. Um, but it was a great night to see everyone. Like my uncle said, uh, if you go up to the mountain this weekend on Saturday or, or Friday, that his uh, the Patrick Stronghold lawyers will be up there. So if you want to talk to them and uh, hear your concerns or what you can do, get up there and check them out. Yeah, so we had a great time in Tucson Monday night. And so right now, everyone's busy. You know, I tried to, I was going to get my Uncle Winston Nosy and Vanessa and Nalin on the podcast this week. But with the Mount Graham run starting, it started today. They have a lot of preparations for that. So it was, I just want to give you an update of what, what's going on. And after the run, I'll be back from the mountain on Monday. And I'm sure I'll have a lot more material for the next episode, I want to get my Uncle Winsor on here so he can make it, uh, let you know what's going on and and see what we can do from here. So it's just a, a big fight for Oak Flat. You know, they're, they're doing a block cave-in for copper mining for the copper. Block cave-in collapses, collapse, will collapse Oak Flat. And it's 24 acres and uh, it'd be 2.5 mile, 2.5 mile crater that's how big this hole is going to be and again like when you dig for something where are you going to put the dirt at and again the dirt's going to go somewhere like a tailing somewhere in queen creek and it's going to be contaminated because you know around copper everything's contaminated that's why they got to clean it with water and everything like that so it's going to get into your water and it's going to get into you know, drinking water and everything. So that's why we are fighting for this oak flat. Now, a lot of times people talk about the copper and I understand copper, um, it's green energy. You know, you know, copper goes in electric vehicles and they're looking at going electric and, you know, by 20, 2040, and they're saying there's going to be a shortage on copper. So every time we fight for something like this, you know, people say, well, we need copper. You know, and if you look up, look it up when we, we still have a lot of recycled copper, you know, because of the estimate that we're going to be shortage on copper, that's where demand of demand for copper came in. So we just got to look to the future and decide what we're going to do. And one of the first main things is to stop the old flat mining. So again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and on the next show. We'll have my my uncle here, and and we're gonna get some more people on and talk about Oak Flat. 
and i also have some some other issues with other states that we're going to get on and talk to them about not just oak flat but there's other things going on so thank you very much have a good night